We're getting our caroling out of the way at the beginning, everyone. This is Dead Folks Podcast. I'm Haley White. And I'm Brooke Aiello. And we promise we won't sing again. I do not make that promise. We are releasing this on Christmas Day because we normally... Joyeux Noël. Because <laughs> we normally... Happy Christmas! Is that your British accent? It is right now. Can you do your Irish accent for everyone? <laughs> Hi, today, today. Merry Christmas! <laughs> what is that? Buon Natale! It was like your Italian <laughs> hand came out in your Irish person. It did. It did. <laughs> okay. So this is coming out at Christmas. Can you say Merry Christmas as Carson from Downton Abbey? Merry Christmas, madam. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay. So it's Christmas Day if you're listening to this the day it comes out. <clears throat> yes, which is uh, why we figured, even though we've done a holiday episode, that we would talk a little bit more about Christmas because if you're going to listen this week... We might as well go with what's popular, right? What's trending on social media. Although, we're recording this early, so for all we know, the whole world is blown up by now. Can you please describe my face right now? <laughs> like, I just have the most skeptical feeling I've ever skeptically felt. Like, we're doing Christmas because it's coming out on Christmas, and it's it's a big holiday to many people. That's basically what I just said. Mm, you said it was trending on Facebook. Because it's Christmas is so hot right now. That's it would be crazy to <laughs> delay to describe Christmas though. It's real big. It's like it's not a it's not a it's, it's not, not a, a meme. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be back next year. It's not Yes. Gonna, I don't know. Maybe that's me being a bah humbug. Oh. Highly birds while humbugging Christmas. But it's the happiest time of the year. I feel like that is not true, and that's part of what our podcast is here to discuss, right? Yes, it's almost as if I served that up for us. Wow. What can I say? Are you getting good at this? Well, you know. Nobody told me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm behind. Um, What do do we want to start with, talking about Christmas? Well, I think that I, as a human, really struggle with pre-exciting things like I will get so excited about a trip or a play or an outing and I will get so wound up about it that if it goes any other way than the way in which I had wanted it to go it's so deeply disappointing for me are you just talking about that you feel like you are more interested in the anticipation of the holiday than the holiday itself? No, I just really get planning and I want it to go oh. a certain way really badly. And that would always make Christmas really horrible for me because inevitably my mother, who lost her mom around Christmas, would flip the fuck out and it would make something a train wreck. Mm. And I didn't start enjoying Christmas until... I gave up any expectation of Christmas. And then I had a fucking blast. There was eggnog. Yeah. Mm. There's champagne. There's eggnog. There's amazing food. My dad and when my mom was alive, my mom were always really generous. I had the day off. 
<laughs> usually I had the next day off, not always, but usually. The trees smelled good. The dogs were happy. So I have a Christmas memory. I used to work at a church for a couple years, and they used to have a midnight service mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. And at the end of it, they would get lights, like with candles, and we would all stand around the sanctuary and sing Silent Night entirely by candlelight. And it was obviously small because it was midnight. And it is, to this day, one of my favorite Christmas memories. I love that song. I love it. I love. It. I will go to church on a day on the day just to get to sing Silent Night. And if you don't have it, if it's not in your service, I'll get up in the middle of your sermon, in the middle of your lesson for the day. I'm doing air quotes around those words, and I I'll walk out because I'm here for Silent Night. <laughs> even know what to do with that um do you have any thing to say about christmas related to the loss of your mother or the loss of anyone else she gave me her car which i still drive and will forever be grateful for changed my life having a vehicle i could depend upon revolutionized the way i I could go about the world so i'll always be grateful for that I, well, I've always loved Christmas. I love Christmas because I love the idea of like it's cold outside and I just love like gathering around the hearth and the Yule log burning and all of the... Are these things that you do in your family? No, this is the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I'm talking about the ideas behind like, Christmas. You like the ideas. Well, yeah, and then, like, you know, the Yule log is translated into the Christmas tree with all the pretty lights on it, and, you know, the grog is still the, you know, is some nice whiskey instead, some eggnog with a liberal dash of rum, some champagne with a little chambord in there. You like drinking in the winter. (laughs) I mean, it's fun, and you're all gathered around, and you got your cozy clothes on, and you're you can reach out and touch people that you love, like your family that you may not say. I'm trying to touch Haley as I say this story. You can reach out Which and just I love touch people that you love and and have them safe and close in the cold of the night. It's a beautiful time. I don't have that sort of relationship to Christmas. Okay, well, what's your relationship to Christmas? A lot of stressful stress. <laughs> <laughs> this year... Of course, we're recording this, you know, a week or so early before the actual day. But my plan is to go down to San Diego and be with my sister and her wife and then drive back up the day of and maybe have lunch with my dad and grandma. But even in the past, there it's like at my dad's house, um, there was a while there where we were going out to like Big Bear Diner, <laughs> the group of us, which is not very festive and not very tasty. And then my grandma like got to this thing where I think the older she gets and the less time she has, she's like, I want a home cooked thing. But it's like very ill planned. And it's just family stresses me out, mm. you know, and it's not that I don't love them. But and then the other side of the family, my aunt, to her credit, goes all out and her house is beautiful. But that that's an environment where I don't think my sister or I have ever fully felt comfortable. Um, now that my mom's gone, there's a little more peace. But it's still, 
my mom was such a Christmas person and it's just always like a big reminder that she's not here mm. celebrating it, putting up all her stupid decorations. And the last couple of years, she was so tired to put up her own decorations at her house. And I was so tired watching her. And one of the things that gets me is like, I remember like, why didn't you just put up her fucking decorations for her? Like it would have made her so happy. And I was so tired and didn't want to look for them and just didn't really do it. That I hate myself for not giving her that. You hate yourself for surviving. Yeah, that's sort of my MO. That's (laughs) so silly. But to me, it's just, and like the, so I've never got the the gift giving stuff has always been a stress factor to me. And just like, it's funky. It makes me funky. And I, uh, the other thing I'll say about it is I feel like the anticipation of it has never, ever been lived up to in the sense of the holidays. I feel like all the hype, especially the further out we get, the more that we're hyping this holiday from like fucking before Halloween and like before Labor Day. Like, my God, people, like... It's too much. It's, I don't know how anybody ends up enjoying the actual day. Well, I'll tell you, one of the ways I've managed to enjoy the actual day is I have, through some sort of strange, clever internal family dynamic, been able that I just largely avoid all the parts of it I don't like. So, like, I don't really have to plan anything. I don't host it because I'm, like, a spinster. I don't cook because nobody wants to die. You know, so I really am, I I think I'm in a unique position to enjoy it because none of the stressors of it really exist for me. I've, I've managed to shift that burden onto other humans in my life. So thank you, Beth and Joe and Dad. My heart just really goes out to people who are dealing with the sadness of a loss during it and still hold themselves up to all that to to do being the host and decorating and doing know. the food and yeah, all that because uh, yeah. I don't know how you do both I, I don't you, you know. put one in a box right I don't know I mean I think you just like stress out and get through the holidays and be like I'll sleep in January or whatever or I'll make my money back but to me it's I it's just I don't get it because the human mortals want their winter here <laughs> Like, they want to be around each other when it's cold and dark out at night. That's what I like. I like I like being with people I love in a warm inside when... You're making me feel bad for liking Christmas right now. I'm not... Tr- I don't mean to. I feel like a shit because I think I'm out enough for my mom's death that I don't think about her every single day. But this time of year... Yeah. You know, the other day I was just looking at a picture of her on the refrigerator... That I pass every day, and normally I don't even think of anything of it, and it just like stopped me in my tracks. There's just like the sense of longing and emptiness that I feel like Christmas magnifies more than other holidays, except for Mother's Day. But <laughs> I think that's probably true for a lot of people, though, that yeah. because there is this giant cultural expectation and there's this whole industry behind how you should feel around Christmas with all the warm and bright and yada 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 that I think it probably does feel especially bad when you can't muster those feelings you know having said how much I love Christmas because I do Merry Christmas there's plenty of Christmases where I've basically depression slept through them mm-hmm. New Year's can be like that for me too because yeah. in some ways I think like I get very excited about new beginnings and new starts but it can also be kind of overwhelming when you like look back and Oh, I find New Year's significantly more stressful than 
Christmas. Interesting. Why? Because I'm really insecure that people don't like me. So, because so many of them don't. So, like, not being invited to things is stressful for me. But then again, if I go, I'm stressed out. And so, like, New Year's being more friend-orientated than It family. does stress me out more because this is the thing with my family. See, I'm not total opposite. Like, we could just, it's, and I, I will say it is different now that my mom, when my mom was around, it was much more stressful than it has been the past couple of years. But with them, it's like, even if they're annoyed with me, like, they're not going to stand in the doorway and scream at me and I don't have to be confronted. I know they love me even if they don't 100% understand me. Yeah. But, like, I'm just so sure that other people don't like me, that not being invited to stuff and then having to go and then being awkward and then being alone now like when the big kiss happens and feeling not glamorous and feeling like I failed Mm -hmm. and like I'm middle-aged I'm a (laughs) middle-aged obese divorcee you guys a (laughs) middle-aged obese divorcee like I'm with two cats (laughs) like I'm just literally the epitome of loser and all of that becomes super clear around New Year's Eve. But around Christmas, there's so much alcohol and food, I forget. So one of the main differences is we there's no alcohol on my family on either side because of the elder generations that disapprove of it. So nobody else does or if they do it's very sneakily oh yeah um so that would be different so i wonder if that would (laughs) would make me enjoy the holiday more i think one of the reasons talking specifically about my dad's side of the family is there there's really so much undealt with grief Mm. that it's not like this subtle underlying thing it is this giant elephant in the room bigger than the world's biggest christmas tree that just you know I used to say that I was an empath and I don't fucking know I know that I'm very sensitive and in tune to energy around me and the very prevalent grief on that side of the family is a lot for me to bear in, yeah. in small doses or big doses yeah and a lot of them even one-on-one and so when it gets to be all of them it's a lot just because they've never sat in it themselves so you just feel it radiating off of them or yeah kind of yeah that's part of it or it's not like I don't think they m- don't know that they have grief, but they just, I don't think, take steps past the acknowledgement. Some of that is generational and some of that is other things, but it's, it's very heavy for me. And it influences choices in terms of like planning ahead and things mm. like that that also are stressful uh, for me. Like they almost just can't plan because they're so sad they can't. They just, yeah, can't be proactive about stuff. Um, and then New Year's. I, the older I get, the less holidays in general, birthdays. New, I just don't like, I used to be I, an alcoholic, so I would have everything that was a chance to party was a chance to drink and make a fool of myself. But I'm just mm. kind of meh, which I'm sure makes this a very boring episode because I just really, I don't have a whole lot to say about it except that anybody who like, it, like I'm already anticipating in a week having a crappy time because <laughs> I just know that I always do and it, when I'm like trying to think back to when I was younger like oh but was it better when you're, you were younger so I'm like thinking back to college like the first time I got a nose ring and my mom like declaring that I ruined the holiday and like throwing a fit <laughs> in front of everybody <laughs> and what your, be- your nose ring ruined Christmas Jeez, yeah. because of you baby Jesus died in childbirth <laughs> Um, And then I go back to when I was younger 
and I think when I was a kid, maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe when I was a kid, it was fun. And I just remember like all the cousins being around and it being like sort of joy centric and obviously, you know, Santa and presents and that sort of thing that ever since that died out, maybe, I, I don't, I don't know. Or maybe just being more in tune now that I'm a grown up and like, like I always have this, we talk about how I have shame about everything but like if friends get me gifts I just always just feel instead of enjoying the gift I feel like crap do I have to get you a fucking gift this isn't my thing like don't don't want to get anybody gifts then don't and if they give you something it's because they love you and they found a perfect thing for you yeah it makes them feel good but like nine times out of ten like it's you know what I mean? It's a candle or it, it, people aren't. That's the thing. I don't think people really. Uh, some people do. Some people go out of their way to like I'm specifically. Gift giver. I'm not giving anything to Haley, though, because I know she hates it. That's how good I am. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm being a real Debbie Downer. Well, the podcast is called Dead Folks, so mm-hmm. I think that's OK. I will say that I'd hated Christmas for a long time. And it wasn't until actually my mom got. Because she was pretty sick the year before she died, too. And it just kind of, it, it didn't even really seem like she was, like, dying sick, though. She just was, like, not as feisty and hateful. So, like, <laughs> ever since I stopped expecting anything from Christmas, I've loved Christmas. Mm. And I didn't stop expecting stuff from Christmas for a while. And, uh, God, I hate saying this, but it's been nicer since my mom's passed. Because she just had that un... She just... Her mom died around Christmas time, and that was such a, just a giant crater in her life. It's, it was just, I mean, that was the bomb that blew up her life, was her mom dying. Yeah. Uh, and, and she never really, reco- like, she, she, she was walking wounded the rest of her life. And so Christmas, it just always got worse, which I think is true of, well, you know, it's true of anniversaries, and it's true of holidays, and then when you have an anniversary on a holiday, ooh, I'm doing the thing you know the guy with the bug eyes who used to pull on his like Ronnie oh Dangerfield didn't he go he did yeah (laughs) anyways so I mean I I mean now I feel bad for liking Christmas so well but I really do I also just like the weather it's not gross no I definitely where we're at love this time of year much better than our ridiculously hot summer I just can't express how much just thinking about summer makes me Mm -hmm. mad I had a memory, this is not Christmas related, but I kind of connect. So I dated someone in college who was now like like a brother to me. Um, in fact, when I think about that, he was like one of my longest relationship. It, it just like sort of, I go, what? How? Um, but <laughs> he, Valentine's Day, so like this whole like Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day loop, uh, he waited he was going to break up with me before and then thought it would be rude to do it during the holidays. So he waited till literally the day after Valentine's day. Cause that was kind. <laughs> uh, did you guys go out on Valentine's day? No, the day after we went that day, we went out, he took me on literally like one of the best dates we'd ever been on. We went and, so, and I'll still remember it's, it, we saw master and commander with Russell Crowe and I hated Russell Crowe for like a good decade after because I just like a uh, tied him to, to it uh-huh. when, when we got back he was just like are we gonna do this forever until we get married like is that the plan I'm like what are you well, talking about <laughs> but anyways I, I do think there's a, he and then he explained that you know I'd been feeling this I feel trapped I'm you know because I was young and this is fair it's all very fair in hindsight 
And I thought about doing it before, but I didn't want to, you know, let you down during the holidays and then let you down during Valentine's Day. So I'm waiting to do it now. And I think there's just like this uh, like loose association in my head. I, I just had that thought, like maybe that maybe it has less to do with your family and more to do with like this weird association you make with like people aren't going to be honest with you from mid-November and through mid-February. <laughs> Say what you want about St. Patrick's Day, but at least people will tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've never been on a Valentine's Day date. Uh, note to people who like tall redheads, who uh, are interested in Regency era everything, and really love Mexican food. I do love Mexican food. Get on this. You have a couple months. Couple months. <coughs> Any humans? any humans out there um but uh, that'd be amazing who are not dead folks yeah please don't be dead although if you're like a spirit and you're listening to this podcast and you like it enough to contact me i'm not hung up on you having a corporeal body (laughs) like you know i don't i don't need to get trapped by that sort of having physical mass entrapment i i'm okay with just you know who knows spiritual sexual i mean i really am spiritual sexual you're right you're right you're right you're right wow have we talked enough yet i mean is anyone gonna listen you know i'm gonna make a plea if you want to give us a christmas gift okay well me because Haley's already said she doesn't like them i'm going to beg you give us a little bit of feedback and it doesn't have to be nice it can be mean you like it when it's I mean, a little bit we both do. She's joking, but it's true. Because then I know it's honest, right? Because, like, anytime it's nice, it's like, oh, that's not really the truth. But then when it's mean, you know it's, like, the real stuff. (gasps) Here's the thing, guys. So we decided to reevaluate it. We told ourselves we'd give it 10 episodes, and then we would discuss whether to keep going. We we enjoy doing this, but, like, if nobody cares, (laughs) but my sister, is there a reason to? to? We have to, like, weigh these things. Um, do you so think I could go down and spend Christmas with Lindsay and her wife? Probably, yeah. What are they doing? Not Christmas. That's what I mean. Like we're just. Oh. I mean, we might watch a Christmas movie or do something. Or this is this is what I mean. It's like new. It's developing new traditions because all the old ones are like blown up. Yeah. You know? Normally on Christmas Day, I go with my sister and Audrey and Dad, and we go see a movie. And it used to be that nobody knew about this and it were they were it be empty theaters even like when it was like the hobbit and stuff like yeah. that and now everybody in their family does it it's Nobody crazy wants to talk it's to like each other. which so it's not as fun when you're sitting in the front row and you're watching a crap movie because that's all that's there I, i'm such a grumpus right now i no, just but like you know what i love what you said about blowing up your all your old traditions that have been blown up for you i think that's such a beautiful opportunity to make new ones to create your own tradition like i love my like anglo-saxon vaguely norse traditions that's my people but why not get some of that pagan love up in here yes like why not do that why not and just like create your own and you're you're not worried that your friends love you and you shouldn't be because we all do but so like make a friend miss like i just let's you know what if your current traditions suck don't be afraid to blow them up to make your own ones that work for you well, but also I think it's fine like if you find yourself pulling away from not celebrating the holiday oh, yeah. just because the entire world tells you it is the day of the year and that and that you're a shitty person if you go to a restaurant and someone's working on it that, that like maybe they're there Who by choice. That? Do people say that? 
people are so weird about like, I don't want to support that restaurant because they have people working, but like maybe people really like making oh, double time. I certainly did like back in the day and you worked on at holidays and got paid twice as much. I was like, sign me up. Yeah. And also it's not the people going to like that restaurant that's open that is like ruining the world. Like, come on, let's keep the anger at the oligarchy mm-hmm. where it belongs. Well, and also a lot of those people like that is their way of finding their connection is whoever they're visiting. They I gotta say, I, p- I was so happy to like have to work on um, Mother's Day and not have to worry about sitting about just not th- not being a thing. And then do I ignore it? Do I do something about it? What is more respectful? What is less respectful? What would she want? Does it matter what she wants? What is she thinking? It does she think is thinking a thing? What <laughs> happens to you after you die? Is that even true? What is Christianity? Is heaven a thing or a thought? It was nice just to clock into work. Yeah, but you said er, before that you still missed her. I did. Of of course, of course, of course. I mean, uh, especially lately, like there's nothing I would give to have a hug from my mom. Do you have any, is there anything that cheers you up this time of year? I don't know how many times I can say. Drinking eggnog. (laughs) Yes. Fucking eggnog and fireplace fires and my cat and holly berries and the smell of pines and Christmas carols. So just everything cherish you about, basically. I just, I love Christmas carols. I just love it all. So you love all of Christmas. Okay, for other people. (laughs) Not like the, not the, not the bad parts. Sure. (laughs) Did you just say? I'll tell you. I'm just, I was trying. Sure. (laughs) I did. Sure. I mean, honestly, just taking some time to be with yourself in the pleasant, cool weather. Yeah. I was going to recommend, you know what I think is great? What? (laughs) There's this stupid skit by John Malkovich on Saturday Night Live that I watch every year that makes me happy. And then there's an equally stupid one by Steve Martin. And the two of them, when I need a little chuckle. A little chuckle. Yeah. They're both very tongue in cheek. Are they like sketch, like SNL sketches? They're, they're both like monologues, like SNL monologues. Those are two very funny white men. They are two very funny. I had the biggest crush on John Malkovich. Like, oh, me too. Me for too. For my whole 20s. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Can this podcast now be called John Malkovich? Let's, let's because like, oh, my God. Yes. My hot love of him is still creepily there. Yeah. No, he's he's hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why? How so talented, but then the voice, and then but like the idiot. Oh man, yes, though, yes. How did I not know this about you? Oh, you know what else I really love? Oh, this might also make you mad since everything else I love about this. I'm just really love. like, I don't know. On edge you guys, this if week. I could, I'm gonna just describe her tired. face right now. She has a look of just utter contempt for she me. She is lying. <laughs> Who do so, you believe? Um, me, Abave. Listen, the other thing I love is the Yule Log that you can watch on Netflix. <laughs> no, because like, okay, so I don't want to burn a fire in my fireplace. I don't know if it's cleaned out. I don't want to deal with it. Gross. But I love fireplace fires. And if you put the Yule Log on, it's big. It's right next. To it. it feels, it crackles. You light a candle that smells like pine. There you go. You have you have a couple little kitties sitting next to you purring. You read yourself a little novel. Perchance, I'm just throwing this out here, a little erotica. I don't know who you live with. I live alone. So, and it's a beautiful winter's evening. I appreciate the functionality of that uh, (laughs) video. 
I will say that. <laughs> Can we please stop doing this right now? Yes, I think uh, Merry Christmas from the biggest spa humbug in the universe and the biggest elf this side <laughs> of the Arctic. <laughs> Am okay. I wrong? Yes. The drunkest elf this side. See, now don't make me sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> you, you just men- mentioned eggnog spiked with rum quite a bit. I know, but I we could make a drinking game out of it. I should have said that at that, the beginning. Well, no, Every th- time Brooke says eggnog, you take a drink of eggnog spiked with add rum. Add that as like a little bloop at the top and then everything will be well. Also, I don't know if I'm elf-like as much as I'm just like normal level enjoying of Christmas. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm far off. <laughs> Anyways. But you know what? I love you. I love you too. It's coming on Christmas, we're cutting down trees, we're putting up reindeer, singing songs of joy and peace. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. It don't show here, it stays pretty.
happy holidays.